Welcome to the It's All About Missions podcast with Brady Van Winkle as we endeavor to talk about missions and the need for the gospel all around the world. We hope we can help you find your place in world evangelism. And for questions or for more information, please check out itsallaboutmissions.com. And now we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and thank you for joining us on this week's episode of It's All About Missions, Country of the Week, Country Spotlight. And this week we're moving back to Asia. We're going to be going to look at one of the largest countries of the world. You may know something about it. We're looking at the country of India. <clears throat> now, India, I was reading about it and some of the interesting things there about India. One, it's second largest country in the world, 1.3 billion, right on the tails of China, which has 1.4 billion. Largely populated area, and there's lots of interesting things as you read about India and things along those lines. Um, the uh, main language there, dialect, over 40% of the population speaks Hindi, but there are multiple different dialects. And I read there's like several hundred dialects and, and languages spoken all throughout India, but Hindi being one of the, the more populous ones. Bengali is another one that is spoken in certain regions and things like that. Oh, and interesting though, so the capital is New Delhi, and uh, New Delhi, if you count this metro population, has about 25 million people in the metro population, but that's not the largest city in India. Actually, the largest city in India is Mumbai, Mumbai, with about 30 million people in it, and what I found interesting as I was looking, every time I look, I try to see, you know, how many cities are, are in there, what were the size of the cities, things like that, and India has right around, or if not over, 50 cities with a population of a million or more people. And that's just amazing. It's just, there's there's just a need there. And you look at the numbers, almost 80% of the population is going to be Hindu. Another about 14% of the population is going to be Muslim. And the Muslim population is all in like a certain, a mo, <clears throat> not all of them, but a large percentage of them all live in the same regions and areas, things like that. But it's just interesting to see there, there's just such a great need. There's about 2% Christian. Now, that's a small number if you if you look at it. According to that, and really what you could declare Christian is open for all kinds of interpretation, but there's just a great need for the gospel in the country of India, and there's a need for people to go preach the gospel. You see, these people are Hindus, and they believe, you know, that they just worship all these many different gods and many different things, and sadly, many of them, and I've talked to some friends who work there, you introduce them to Jesus, and they'll just add Jesus to the list of gods, so that, because they want to make sure, there's like, oh, just another good God, it's another God, i got to make sure I'm pleasing every one of them, and they'll add them, uh, put a statue of Jesus up or something in their house and try to worship him, because they just want to try to do all these favors and all these things, so that when they reincarnate, you know, and all along those lines, if they do enough good, hopefully they, they get better in life. There's a major caste system there, basically, there's these different high, middle, low cast kind of things and they don't really intermingle all that well and it's just but there's just such there, there's a lot of poverty there but you know what's really missing from india is the gospel and yes there are people there working in india but it's not enough 1.3 billion people just a handful of people can't reach them all god is working god is moving and i've heard some exciting stories of some guys some men who've worked there started churches who've seen people saved we've seen pastors trained but you know we need an army if we were, could raise up a thousand people for India right now, that, that's great, but it's not enough. It's not enough. We need more. We need a huge army. We need praying for India. Really, we raise the people to train more men than quickly we could possibly see in reach of the gospel. But, you know, we just need to be praying for India. 1.3 billion people, most of them headed straight towards hell, and they don't even know it. Most of them are just living their lives. They're going through their lives. They're worshiping different animals. You know, in India, cows are very, very sacred, so most people, there is no beef in India. Uh, different animals, a lot of people don't eat meat there or the only certain types of meat things along those lines in the country 
And, you know, I've heard stories of just cows being in India and cows just being in the middle of the road and people just stop and you, you get away and you, you don't touch the cow, you don't shoot the cow. But so they show respect to these different animals and things along those lines. But what's sad is these people's souls, they're headed towards hell. And you join us in praying for India, a country that's filled with darkness. But, you know, we could bring the light of the gospel to the country of India. We could see India reach the gospel. And there's cities, 30 million and over 30 million in Mumbai, there's almost... There's 25 million metropolitan area of New Delhi, and the number, there's even more other cities that are larger and larger and larger. And those two cities are in the top 20 cities of the world. Those two that alone are in the top 20 cities of the world by population. And there's just a need there. And there's an open door at the moment. You can get into India, you can go, you can start churches, you can preach the gospel. And the people are looking for answers, and they know they can't find it in what they're doing. And so let's be praying, first of all, let's be praying this week for India. Let's be praying for the missionaries that are already laboring there, that God will give them men and fruit for their labor, not only souls to be saved, but men that they can train. Let's be praying for Indian pastors, that God will actually use them to see people raised up in their church and they could train those men and train more pastors to send out and plant churches all across India. Let's pray for the Indian believers, the Hindi believers, that God will give them boldness, that they will be willing to preach the gospel and share the gospel with friends, family, and co-workers, and they'd be bold in their witness. But let's be praying for the Hindi people. Many of them are lost and are on their way to hell. We need to pray that God open their eyes. And let's be praying for God so that they can see the need of their gospel, that God will raise up an army of laborers. And let's pray maybe God will call you to go take the gospel to the country of India. Let's be praying this week that we can see India reach the gospel in this generation, but as I always say each and every week, not only are we praying for the world to reach the gospel, we need to be laboring where we're at and doing all we can. That means you should be faithful to your church. You should be getting next with your pastor and helping him in any way possible. You should be giving towards not only your church, but also towards missions. You should be communicating with missionaries. You should be praying for missionaries. You should be sharing the gospel with people in your neighborhood. You should be discipling people, but at the same time, you should be looking to go on mission trips as well because a mission trip is a life-changing event. It could change your life if you go on a mission trip. And on top of that, not only, not only go on a mission trip, but I would ask you to consider today giving your life and saying, God, I will give you my life. I will set my default setting from stay to go, and I will surrender my life to you. And if you open the doors, I will take the gospel. Many people, we just we, we say, oh, God's got to hit me over the head of a bat, or God's got to show me a sign and all this. But really, God gave us a command. We're commanded to go. Our time is short, and we need people to go. So I challenge you to be doing all that we can so we can see the world reach the gospel in this generation. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of It's All About Missions. And we'd like to ask you to do a couple things for us. The first thing I ask you to do, so if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date when all of our new episodes drop. And that way, as a new episode comes, you'll get a notification that lets you know, hey, we've got a new episode of It's All About Missions. Second thing I ask you to do, if you haven't yet, please make sure to leave us a review. These reviews are very vital and they help us out and they help other people to see us in the podcast player of choice. They'll see us and see those reviews and say, hey, I want to check out this podcast. And lastly, one other thing I'd like you to do, why don't you share us with a friend, a family member, somebody you know and say, hey, why don't you go over and check out It's All About Missions. That, that'll help us grow our audience, help people to know more about It's All About Missions. And guess what? It'll help more people get involved in reaching the world with the gospel. I want to challenge you to know that the Bible, it's all about missions. And as a Christian, your life should be all about missions. And what are you going to do to impact the world with the gospel in this generation?